This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lost Start of Communication podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to communicate your priorities and establish boundaries to ensure that all of your life's needs are being met. People talk a lot about work-life balance. How do we make sure that we're spending enough time with our family and with our friends and on ourselves as much time doing all those things as we're doing at work and often it's very skewed. But there are a lot more factors that go into this besides just work and quote-unquote life. So today we want to talk about how we can determine what our personal priorities are and talk about strategies to communicate your needs to others and not be afraid to set strict boundaries and not compromise when you don't want to, but also how to have some flexibility for those situations when compromising would actually be in your best interest. We're filming this episode in January, so I think it is a timely episode in the means in the way that it is when people are making new goals for themselves and trying to create new habits and where they are maybe changing their priorities or refocusing their priorities. So this is a great episode to listen to if this is something you're trying to get a better handle on and figuring out like, okay, well now I'm shifting like what I want to do and how I want to prioritize things, but not everyone in my life knows that or, you know, is ready for that. So how do I communicate my new set of priorities or how do I like reiterate like what I want to do and how I want to prioritize my life. Mm-hmm. Just throwing it out there based on my own life and things I have going on right now and boundaries I need to set for myself. While we are recording in January, this episode likely will not air until February, but it's still the beginning <laughs> of the year, so a good time to ponder and reflect. So as your resolutions start settling in, you can think about your value system and what is the most important to you this year and for life. Yeah, so something that um, I've been reprioritizing this year has been, well, it's January. I'm doing the Whole30, so I'm prioritizing my eating health. So that has been something I've been working on. This is really timely because I've been working on communicating with others about that I am doing the Whole30 and that I am prioritizing it and how to deal with all of those different invites that I get for people to eat out or drink and sticking to my own guns, I guess, and figuring out, like, how do I stick with my own priorities? So that brings up a good first point of checking in with yourself and figuring out what your own priorities are. I chose this month to be the month that I do this elimination diet to figure out what's going on with my body because I have lots of, you know, digestive issues and I'm like, well, I want to figure it out. This is a priority for me. I've been going years and years without figuring it out and I'm prioritizing my gut health this month. I took that really seriously and I put it high on my personal priority list. A lot of people around me think it's, you know, not a priority and maybe not a priority to them. So that's been something that has been hard for me because I have to really check in with my own brain and my own self to be like, hey, I choose this to be a priority, even though maybe society doesn't choose it to be a priority right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can definitely talk about how to communicate that needs and express your priorities to other people, but I just want to take a step back and go back to what you said about determining what your priorities actually are. So in Molly's situation, she's doing something 
to kind of an extreme for the month where you know it's not a sustainable lifestyle for the rest of your life. Probably won't do Whole30 for the rest of your life. I don't think that's what Whole30 is meant for. But Wait, Can I pause real fast? Mm-hmm. Just for those who don't know, Whole30, because I've mentioned this to people and they're like, what's Whole30? It's a diet where you eliminate a lot of different food groups. And it's called Whole30 because it's supposed to last 30 days, correct? So it's not meant to be a sustainable life choice. But it, ultimately, when you're figuring out what your priorities are, you do want to consider everything in a certain level of balance. Consider everything with a certain level of balance so that it's a sustainable life that you can design that is balanced based on your various priorities and different facets of your life. So yes, there will be times when you have certain things dominating. So maybe it's a busy month at work, or maybe your child was born, so you need more time at home with your family, or maybe you're doing Whole30 or something like that. But in general, you want to take a step back and determine what your overall life priorities are. And what I suggest to determine what those priorities are is do that based on your value system. Really figure out what you value most in life, whether that's your family, your physical, mental, spiritual health, your social connections, your work or financial source of income, your creativity, or your chores, your daily chore type things, going to the dentist and vacuuming and things like that that just have to happen. Some obviously are going to be higher on your value system than others, but it is important to consider how they all work together synergistically so that you have a well-balanced life. It's important to note, too, that your value system when you were in college might be different than your value system when you're in your early 20s versus when you're in your late 20s versus when you're in your 50s. So give yourself the wiggle room to change your value system. But always beware to check in with yourself and know what you value the most in your current time of your life. Yes, your priorities are certainly going to shift as you go through life and you're going to have to change things. But I think the way to do that most seamlessly is to really stop and take time and reflect and determine Am I spending my time on the things that I value? What I once had recommended to me and what I recommend all my clients and friends is think about or actually draw out the pie chart of your life to visually see a display of where your time is going. If 80% of your time is going to work and that leaves you a little bit of time to exercise and like maybe an hour a week with friends, that's not a balanced life. So you need to figure out what you can shift. But what I love about either putting it in a pie chart or what I've been doing is writing out tasks in a planner and then color coding them based on is this work? Is this social? Is this exercise? Is this spiritual? Is this a life chore type, like, you know, cleaning or cooking or something like that. And that way I can really see where I'm spending my time. And what I find helpful is to do it objectively where you're not really necessarily trying to shift anything, but you're just figuring out where you are at your baseline. So you can see, okay, wow, my tendency is to work way too many hours and not get enough time in daylight or something, for example. And then you can figure out, all right, what can I cut Where can I shift things around? And where are my needs? What needs of mine are not being met? And by doing this, you can really get a sense of, wow, it didn't even occur to me that I spend one hour outside every day. Maybe that's why I have trouble sleeping because I don't get natural sunlight, things like that. 
Trisha, can you read off your list of categories that you use again? Because I found that really helpful. Yeah. So just in my thinking about things, my I like to consider your physical health, which would include things obviously like exercising, but also nutrition. So how much time you put into planning out your meals and how you're dedicating yourself to what you're eating, as well as exercise. Of course, we need a certain amount of exercise every day. Mental health, whether that's journaling, going to therapy, even talking with friends, but doing something active to work on your mental health, meditating, prayer, spiritual health. It's also meditation, prayer, I go to church, whatever it is that is your practice. So your physical, mental, and spiritual health, your social connections. Obviously, we are very passionate about establishing social connections in the world. It is my firm belief that relationships are the most important thing we have in life. And so prioritizing time with other people. There are so many neurotransmitters released, feel good neurotransmitters released when you spend time in social connection with other people. And it's so easy for that to escape us these days. Texting does not really count as social interaction. It does to a certain extent because you're talking to people, but you really want to make sure you're having face-to-face time with humans that you enjoy and establishing friendships and relationships. We actually have an episode on that, so you can check that out. It's called texting. Yes. And then with within your social connections, you want to see how much time are you giving to your romantic partner and how much are you giving to your actual friends, but that could be a whole episode itself. Other category is work. Yes, you do need to consider where your source of income is and careers are important and you want to figure out how much time and energy you should be devoting to your work. Then I had a category for creative activities because I think it's really important for everyone to have a creative outlet. If you're getting this in your workplace, maybe you don't need to really actively set aside time to do this. But if you don't, then it's important to make sure you have some time for some fun, creative activities, whether that's going to be doodling or gardening or cooking. And viewing the cooking as a creative activity instead of a chore is one easy way to integrate that creativity into your life. And then the last category I had was chores or what I call quote-unquote life tasks, things like organizing your room or making your tax appointment and things like that that you need to do. They're not necessarily super fun, but they have to happen in order for your life to function better. Yeah, if you never prioritize your life tasks, I don't know if you can be adulting right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there has to be a level of prioritization with Yes. And now that I'm saying all this, it seems almost overwhelming. It's like, okay, how do I do all of those things in one week? And I think that's so important to try and figure out what's important to you Mm -hmm. at that moment in your life. Exactly. You might be at a stage in your life where all you really want to focus on is your career. Not all you want to focus on, but you're in a point where you're thinking, okay, I really want to do this. But then eventually you're going to get to the point where you really want to shift that focus to your family time. Of course, there's some balance to be had in all of it, so make sure that, again, your pie chart is not dominated by any one thing, and if it is, make sure you're including elements of other things in there as well. I actually have a story about how priorities can shift and how to communicate that and all of that. So I moved out to where I currently am, the Bay Area, for a career, for a a job within my career to better my 
career path, I guess you could say. <clears throat> because at that point in my life, this opportunity came up and I was prioritizing career and job growth. So I took it. And within my first couple months at my job, I was learning so much and I was spending so much time on my job and my career path. And I was happy with it because that was what I wanted to prioritize. However, a couple months in, <laughs> my priorities changed because I realized that wasn't fulfilling me in the way that I thought it would after those first couple months of really deep learning. So after a couple months, I realized in my own brain and body, I wasn't happy. My pie chart was almost all career. I wasn't giving myself any time for friends, romantic partners, travel, which is, oh, travel, we didn't add that. Um, that's, a, that's one of my big areas of my pie chart. But so I wasn't giving myself time and being true to myself to prioritize the things that I wanted to once my kind of priorities changed. So after long and hard thinking and da-da-da-da-da, I end up quitting my job. I had to communicate to my boss, even though she was like, why are you changing in priorities? Like, this is such a good opportunity. And I had to really stick to my own guns and say my priorities have changed. I would rather prioritize my nine-to-five job with no work outside of work to prioritize my friends, my travel, my life outside of work. And again, it's okay. Both sides, both parts of my life were, were great, but my priorities shifted, so there needed to be a shift in what I was doing. I wonder, though, if you'd had more balance at your career, would your priority have shifted? Or was it even your priority that shifted? Or was it the fact that you got burnt out because you lacked that balance? Which is Oh, 100%. All of that was true, too. Right. <laughs> so I, it's important to consider, yes, it's normal for priorities to change. But if in this case, it doesn't sound to me like the priority changed necessarily. It was like we owed, you OD'd on the work. So you're like, okay, work doesn't need to be the central focus of my life. But I don't think even going into that, that's what you really wanted. But it was the thing that was present and in your face and easy to say, okay, this is what I'm going to dedicate my time to. So that's why I'd advocate starting with balance. So knowing your main priority, but also knowing that regardless of what your top priority is, all those others in the list need to be on there somewhere. And if there's anything that you're completely neglecting, then you're more likely to risk burnout on that one thing. And then you're going to get to the point where it's, I don't care anymore about my job. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was hard too, because my priorities and um, ability to not get burnt out were different than all of my coworkers around me. So I was kind of lying to myself saying, no, this was at the beginning saying, no, this is fine. Like my priorities should be the same as their priorities. Like it's okay to work 60 hours a week and it's okay to do all this. But then once I actually really thought about myself, I was like, no, this is not what my pie chart can look like. Yeah. So one tip, so let's, we'll definitely still talk about how to talk to people about that. But one, just going off of the fact that this list does seem pretty long and okay, how do I, how do I possibly fit all those things into my day? A few, two overarching tips. One, if you surround yourself with people that have similar values to you, it's going to be a whole lot easier, which goes along with number two, which is try to double up on your tasks. So for example, I often exercise with a friend because I get in my physical health, I get in my workout time, and I get in social time, two birds with one stone. 
or I'll go outside to eat lunch. I have to eat lunch. That's like a life task, but I like sitting outside because unmentioned on this list, being outside is a priority for me. I like to do that every day because I know that I, I enjoy it. Or going to a coffee shop to work so that you feel like you're getting out and exposed to the world, but still doing your work. So if you can find ways to incorporate two things, like listening to a podcast while you vacuum your room, that way you're getting, you're learning, maybe one of your values is lifelong learning. And that that way you can do both at the same time. And trying yeah, to make I went it hiking easier. with a friend this past weekend because my goals, my priorities were to be more outside and get connected with people. So we went on a hike, went over to a friend's house to bake Whole30 things because my priorities are eating healthy and making more social connections. So again, I think that's a great way to kind of like efficiently meet and prioritize. Yeah. So then I want to ask Molly, how did you, let's talk about how we express that because it's one thing for us to know okay these are all my top priorities now how am I going to tell my boss that it's actually more important to me to spend time with my new baby or exercise or meditate or write in my journal than it is for me to work overtime how do we say that it's very scary so actually a funny story my first job that I ever had when I left that job, I lied for the reason that I was leaving because I said, oh, it's because I want to be closer to family and move to Florida. And yes, I did want to move to Florida, but it was because I wanted to become a travel therapist. So I lied to them because I wasn't confident enough in my own priorities and my own thoughts. But my job that I referenced a couple minutes ago, when I quit with that boss, it was different. I was clearly stating my priorities and saying, I need to have a job that ends earlier in the day. I need to have a job that's more compartmentalized to the workday versus outside of work. And while she tried to meet me and help me make the job meet my own priorities, it ended up not working. But because I was so confident in what I needed in my own self, when I expressed what I needed to, it was met eventually with gratitude and acceptance from my boss. So being true to yourself, knowing what your own priorities are, and clearly stating them helps eventually make everyone feel more comfortable. Yeah, so two thoughts on that. First is so important that you're clear on this in yourself because if you know in your head, oh, I want to work less, but you don't know exactly what that looks like to you, like in Molly's case, it's, well, I don't want to work till 7 p.m. I want to be off by 5 p.m. every day for example. And so if you have that, if you don't have it clear in your mind, how are you possibly going to explain it to someone else? Or if let's say your goal is to exercise more, but you're a people pleaser and a yes person and you say yes every time someone asks you to hang out and you realize that you keep cutting into your exercise time to go hang out with your friends, yes, social time is a priority too, but you need to determine how often are you willing to compromise and and sacrifice your exercise time for friends. And it's important that you are clear on that so that you can then express those needs. So my second thought was what Molly did was awesome by telling her boss, hey, I love this job. I get value from XYZ, but what I really need is to finish the workday at 5 p.m. Then you'd be surprised how often people are willing to compromise and try to help you make it work if they value you. And if, if you tell your friend, hey, I really want this time to to exercise instead of going out drinking or whatever. Maybe your friend will want to do the same thing. And it's really exciting when you can do those things 
together, but you have to first be self-aware and be very relatively strict, not strict, but you want to be clear on your values, your priorities, and when you are willing to compromise. We're not saying be so rigid that you never don't exercise because sometimes things come up that you're, it's worth it. Like maybe there's a big networking opportunity and you really want to go. So you don't exercise that day. That's fine. But you need to know and actively think about what is worth that in advance. Because if you wait till the last minute, you're more likely to, to cave and then be frustrated that you didn't meet all your needs. Something that helps me in that situation is actually role playing in my own head of what to say when situations that I'm likely to cave on come up. So it is hard for me to prioritize working out. But what I'll do is I'll try. It is, it's high on my priority list, but it's, it's more in the middle, not like top. So I will practice in my own head. Well, I'll set a time for myself and then I'll practice in my own head. What if someone said this? What if I got offered this and practice in my head? What would I say? And would I turn down my workout for that new opportunity and practice it in my head so then if it actually does happen, then I know what I would do instead of just in the moment feeling guilty or people pleasing. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. And that's why it's really important to plan too. If you have a dedicated workout time, which may not be the same time every day, my schedule changes every day. So I just try to fit it in. But if you do have some structure there and then you can say, all right, I'm willing to compromise for these sorts of things and not these others, then it's going to make it a lot easier to tell people. So I just, in thinking of all of this, it reminded me when I lived in New York, I had to actively, actively prioritize social time. Everyone's so busy that you have to literally schedule things weeks in advance often. Sometimes I could do things last minute, but for the most part, if I didn't have it planned ahead, I just wouldn't end up doing something social, and that was very important to me. And I loved my job, my career, and it was very fulfilling and rewarding, but I had to, I was working a lot, and so I just needed to prioritize making sure I had friends. (laughs) And now that I live in Savannah, Especially when I first moved here and I was still building the business that I have here, I had a lot of free time and it was my priority when I moved to make friends before work. Yes, I wanted work to be successful, but I knew myself and I said, look, I need to have a strong social foundation just to make sure that I can even work well because I know myself and when I'm lonely, my work isn't as good. And so I did that so much so that it became difficult for me to block out time to work. And so now I read, it's kind of like the pendulum swinging, like in Molly's situation, it swung so far in one direction that you got burnt out on work. And now for me, it swung so far in the other direction that it's like, okay, I've got great friends now that I've established that foundation, that social community. Now I can say fearlessly, nope, can't hang out today. I've got a client and it's okay because I've worked hard to establish that. So Like what we were saying earlier with the Whole30 example, there will be times where you're going to prioritize one thing more in order to set up a solid foundation for the future to promote a more balanced life. So now I have the balance between work and social life, and I have to dedicate and allocate time to work specifically and take away from my social life, but it's so much easier to do because I'm not fearing missing out on the friends. Like... In the beginning, I was just making friends. So I feared if I turn them down to go to this networking thing, what if they never asked me to hang out again? So all of this is to say, 
this is all just occurring to me as I'm talking through this. Yes, we want balance, but also you need to figure out where, just, just like we said earlier, where you are in your life and how what you're doing now is going to set you up for the most balance in the future. And now that you have those um, priorities, Trisha, how does it feel when you have to tell a friend, sorry, I got to work? It feels exciting because my friends have been with me through this whole experience that they're like, instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm so bummed you can't make it, they're going to say, oh my gosh, I'm so excited you got a client, your business is taking off. And it feels amazing. And that is more important to me. That social connection and that support is more important to me than the financials, honestly. And so- and and because they know that your priorities right now are getting clients and working, they're excited for you too. So it doesn't feel like you're saying no mm-hmm. and letting yourself down, da- letting them down. Yeah. And the tricky thing here, it's a slippery slope is I have to be careful not to over prioritize work now because then all the work I did on the social will fall apart. So it's always going to be a balance, always going to ebb and flow. So make sure if you do have to turn down a social engagement, make sure that you plan time the next week or another time to replace it so that you're not sacrificing that. Or if you have to give up your workout one day, it's okay, but plan in another time to re- to fit that in so that you're still meeting all your needs in a way that's comfortable and efficient for you. Completely. So let's start talking about some takeaways. Yes. So my takeaway for this episode, I'm going to steal Trisha's probably. I feel like I always do. But list out the categories that Trisha said. Or or create your own categories. I was going to say add and take away if, you know, you want to. Um, And create your own pie chart of your ideal priorities at this time. So what do you want your pie chart to look like? Yeah. And then that's it. create the pie chart of your actual life and see where the discrepancy is. And what my takeaway would be is figure out two priorities of yours, two of your values that you can tackle at the same time in order for most efficiency. So for example, like I said, I will often exercise with a friend to build in both social as well as physical interaction. Maybe you have a friend who also is has a similar diet to you. You can prioritize cooking with them, for example, or you want to start a new creative hobby, but you're worried you're not going to have t- enough time with your family. Do the hobby with your family. It's something like that. So that way you can combine. So my challenge to everyone is to think of two areas in your life that could be made stronger and better by doing them coupled either with another person or in an, in some way combining two different priorities so that you kill two birds with one stone. Efficiency, people. It's great. Exactly. Cool. All right. So we would really appreciate if you um, listen to us on iTunes, if you could rate this podcast. That would help us out so much. And then Trish and I love hearing reviews that you have. We just read a couple the other day and it made us, we like text each other when we find the reviews and we're like, oh my gosh, look what someone said and it makes us so happy. So please rate and review us on